everyone and welcome to or welcome back to After the Leaving. I'm Angela and I hope you've had an amazing week. Summer is kind of coming to a close and I actually got some unexpected news a couple of days ago that I'm actually starting my job a week earlier than um, I was actually supposed to. So I looked at my podcast schedule and as you know I do two episodes a week and I was thinking of kind of going back to one episode a week after uh, August has ended. Oh my god I keep forgetting like what month we're actually in because I feel like we've been in lockdown forever or the pandemic you know. Uh, So I decided that I'm going to release this episode and start my college conversation series. I don't know if many of you noticed, I didn't really do a formal announcement, but I have another kind of mini series called Classroom Chats on this podcast and that talks to my like school friends all about school but college conversations is all about kind of college as the (laughs) title suggests and today's guest is one of my childhood friends we grew up together before I tell you anything about her or the episode make sure you go follow the Instagram at after the leaving podcast. I will be working on the TikTok, don't worry, but right now I'm kind of focusing on the Instagram. Anyway, Maria, I know you're listening to this. Hey, what's up, girl? She skipped TY. We were both born the same year, but she skipped TY and she went to her first year of college and she just finished it. And I had such a brilliant, brilliant conversation about her first year of college she's studying European studies in Trinity which is so interesting it's honestly so so cool and she gives us advice and a reflection kind of on what her first year was like and guys I really hope you enjoy this episode make sure to leave a five-star review and a rating on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there and I really hope you enjoy this episode Hi, Maria. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So as I've said in my intro, Maria is the same age as me, but she skipped TY and she's in her first year of college, just finished it. And we're just going to have a little discussion about like what her life has been skipping TY and like doing her first year of college and all of that. So why did you skip TY in the first place? Well, I feel like there's multiple reasons as to why I skipped TY definitely a few because mainly my family are from my family Slavic you know Mm. and they understood the concept of it but they didn't like the idea of me being lazy and (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like the idea of myself being lazy either because I know that I'm the type of person when I get too much freedom I like to keep that freedom and I hate going back to work like even now after quarantine Going back to college is going to be so hard for me. I can't imagine, honestly. It's going to be so, so difficult. So I think that's definitely one of the reasons. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's definitely the main reason. I kind of just wanted to move on with my life. Yeah. And not stay Stay stuck in school. school. I feel like there's so much... You know, when you're in school and you're in the moment, you think that that's all your life is about. Mm -hmm. When you actually get out of school, there's so much more to life that you don't see in school. So I think that's definitely one of the reasons. And then do you regret it or do you like being now indep- more independent, I'd say? Um, I don't regret it, no. A lot of people ask me this and I always say no 
And now after quarantine, I've always said no because, you know, predicted grades are a thing yeah. now. So I definitely don't regret it. Would you have taken predicted grades? Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I would have. I mean, I'm, like, there's no point not taking it. There's no reason not to. I mean, you could do the exams in November, which I'm not going to do. But yeah, like... no, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So then what was your CAO process like? Did you go to, like, open days? How did you, like, find your course? And, like, did you ever change the position of any of the courses? How did you decide on your final course? Yeah, so this is quite a long story, actually. I had... I'm that type of person that likes a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I like everything, which is what made it so hard for me to choose. Initially, I wanted to do primary teaching ever since yeah. I was a young girl. I know you did. Yeah. I did, yeah. And I actually have this friend and her mom always says to me, Maria, I only see you as a primary school teacher. Like, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You're, like, you're just not going in the right direction. And I'm, I, I just laugh, you know. Um, I would like I would still like to be a primary school teacher. Yeah. But I just don't see myself doing that for my entire life. Yeah. I kind of want, you know, a few different things. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that was initially my kind of choice. Then another thing I really wanted to do is business. Yeah. And not going to lie, most of my CEO was businessy courses. However, the only thing is I felt like business is something that so so many people do. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say it's basic because it's not basic. You know, people get really good jobs out of it. Mm-hmm. However, I wanted to do something different, something yeah. that not a lot of people do. So that's how I came about European studies, which is what I do now. And I actually have a friend who studied this course and she recently graduated and she's a family friend. Mm-hmm. So we always, you know, I went over to her house quite a lot and she always told me about it and kind of showed me what she studies, showed me her notes showed me her module handbooks or whatever, you know. And I thought it was pretty interesting. And it, you could get quite a great career out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. At first I was a bit skeptical because I wasn't sure it's something so, so different. Yeah. It's quite like... It definitely is. It's an interesting yeah. course. When I read, like, European Studies, I was like, oh, yeah. this is an interesting title. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of people don't know what it is. You know, they'll ask me, they'll be like, Maria, what is this that you're studying? And I have to explain. So for anybody that doesn't know, it's basically social sciences mixed with languages and history and politics. Yeah. Something like that, basically. You always liked history in school. Oh, yeah, I adore history. I love history. Yeah, Definitely one of my favorite subjects. And then do you think this is the right course for you? Do you feel you fit in and you don't want to change? No, No, I don't want to change. I did consider changing at the start because I wasn't sure. I think it was because mainly it was, everything was so new and I was so scared yeah. that it wasn't going to be for me. But after like a month, maybe two months, I kind of got into it and I started to enjoy it. And, you know, I made my solid friends and, yeah. you know, it was much easier that way. But yeah, so that's how it ended up on my CEO. It actually, it was on my CEO, but it was always like second or third. Mm-hmm. And I think in May, I ended up changing it to my first. And I don't know. I feel like my parents definitely had an influence in my decision and I respect my parents' opinions a lot because they have been through life and, you know, I respect their opinions. They have so much more experience and they, even though like sometimes, oh, you know, I want to do what I want to do. This is my life. I think it's so important to listen to what your parents are saying, unless they're telling you to do a completely different course from what you want. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And so how is college different to school? Do you have Mm -hmm. more independence? What's it like? teaching yourself the content or do you get to talk to like lecturers or how's all of that 
Um, it's pretty... It's different. It's definitely different. I expected it to be different though as well. I expected it to be a lot less interactive than it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm only going to have big, big lectures. However, I don't. It, every course, I think, has tutorials. So like for anybody that doesn't know, you have a lecture, which is a big, big, huge group. And it's in a lecture hall. And then... A tutorial is kind of like a small group. It can be up to like 15 people. Mm-hmm. I think some of mine are even less though because a lot of people, you know, they start and then they move course or they move module or they drop out. Like, you know, mm. it's a lot of movement. Um, but I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Yeah, that's um, surprising. Because in school, you're always told when you go to college, you're not going to have anybody there to support you. You're mm. not going to have, like, your teachers to talk to. You're not going to be spoon-fed. You're not going to be spoon-fed, all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tutorials are literally like school to me. I still oh. feel like... I know I do Spanish as one of my languages. And I have an amazing Spanish teacher. I love her so much. She's great. And she definitely spoon-feeds us. And she kind of teaches us like we're still in school. Mm. Which... I am beginner Spanish, so I think it is important that she does that. I think that's maybe one of the reasons as well. Mm-hmm. French, as opposed to Spanish, is different because I'm uh, intermediate French. So mm-hmm. whenever I go into my French tutorials, it's a lot more kind of, you know, a lot more independence and yeah. you just kind of work in groups, which which is good, yeah. Especially when you have the, like, you know, the right people around you and you can work with your group. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons it's different. However, you still have a tutor, which is like... I know that's the way it works in my university. Yeah. We have a tutor and if you have any problems, you can always go to that person. Mm-hmm. And I remember before lectures started, we all had to go and meet that person. Yeah. And they had to see who you are. So if you ever have any problems, you know who to go to and where their office is and that kind of thing. And whenever I kind of had a... Well, I didn't really have any problems, but mm-hmm. it, I, know, I knew if I ever did, I could always go there, you know? Yeah. And... I remember on the day that I had to meet my tutor, it was actually the day of my Debs, mm. so I couldn't even go. Oh. I know, so I sent an email and I was like, I'm so sorry, like, you know, and he was so understanding, which yeah. is great, like, they, you know, they're really understanding. He was like, it's fine, just come see me next week, and I did, and I was really happy that I did go, just to make sure that I know, because if you ever want to move class, you know, mm. even if you want to ever want to get an extension date on an assignment, which is something I think... That's so important. Mm-hmm. You always go to your tutor first and they have to approve it. And they mm-hmm. have, it has to go through them, basically. Okay, yeah. Is your course really content heavy or is it more you do extra reading if you want to? Okay, so it's not, it's not really about the course. It's more about every module is different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, my history module in my second semester was very much based on your own reading. Mm-hmm. the lecturer did not stop talking that's what okay. I mean there was so much he was talking about so like I literally just sat there and I was just constantly typing like yeah. everybody was so focused nobody mm-hmm. even had time to like look at the person sitting next to them because mm-hmm. it was so so much con- like there was just so much content and there was also a problem that lecturer didn't post notes mm-hmm. like he didn't post the slides and there wasn't really any writing on his slides it was mainly pictures which he spoke about mm-hmm. and there would be like you know a few key concepts yeah However, I still really, really enjoyed that module. It was like, I think it was my favorite module out of my first year, for sure. And then other modules such as economics, for example. Economics was not that content packed. Like there was, it was mainly like you kind of had to know your key concepts and work around Mm -hmm. those. 
However, it just wasn't as much like a lot of the ex- like modules as well. I know I had a French and Francophone cultures mm-hmm. module, which sounds a bit strange, but yeah. it's honestly really interesting. It's all about the French language, how it originated, about French culture. Mm-hmm. There was a lot about fashion, music, which I personally loved them, mm-hmm. them lectures. And I think the lecturers were both really, really nice. However, at the start, the lecturer spoke only in French, oh. which scared me so, so much. It was really, really scary. And half of the time, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I kind of just followed along the slides. And then I think around my third lecture, mm. I really started getting into it. And I was mm. finally getting the hang of it. And, you know, was it still in French? Oh, yeah, it was still in French. Oh, but then, <laughs> yeah, it was still in French. But then, in the second half of the first semester, mm-hmm. our lecturer changed, and she only spoke in English. Okay. So it was so much different, but I still absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Again, for that particular module, we yeah. didn't even our exam was not based on the content that we studied in the class. Mm-hmm. The content was just for general knowledge, and our exam was an MCQ, which is a multiple choice question exam and we just had to read like a little passage Mm -hmm. and then answer the questions at the end and it sounds simple but it really really isn't because all the answers are really similar and when everything is in French you just never know (laughs) fair yeah and on the social side of things so let's move away from the academics college is kind of an experience overall what was the social life like did you join any clubs how did you make friends was it easy making friends? Yeah, I think it was pretty easy making friends. Personally, I mean, I'm quite a social, sociable person. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have any struggles. However, I'm also the type of person where I like to have a few good friends mm-hmm. rather than a whole, whole group, group of fake friends Yeah, kind of thing. So I kind of chose my friends wisely. Yeah. And, you know, I think I did join a few clubs. What did you join? Um, out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, damn it, I don't remember. <laughs> it was, seems like so long ago. Um, I joined the Europa Society. I joined, I think, the Hispanic, the French. I joined a good few. And honestly, I didn't go to many of them. Okay. I went to a few. Yeah. Oh, I joined badminton club as well. Badminton. Ooh. Again, I think the problem with a lot of the societies and clubs is um, basically... I think the problem is that they're on during college hours. So like okay. you could have lectures during the time that they're on. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit inconvenient. Yeah. And I do think they're slightly overhyped. Really? Yes, for sure. I'm so excited to join all of my like societies. And- I don't know. See, maybe in different universities, they're better. Yeah. But like, I know it's, it's meant to be really, really great. I did meet new people and, you know, I did mm-hmm. speak to quite a lot of people well, for some reason, I think they're overhyped. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. That kind of brings me on to my next question. What advice do you have now that you've finished your first year of college? What would you say to me? Say I'm going into my first <laughs> year of college. What would you tell me to do, not do? Give me the whole yeah, yeah. load down. <laughs> I would definitely say keep studying. Okay. Like you did in school. Like not not to the like, you know, extent that you studied every single day for, you know, the leaving cert. Yeah. I think it's still super important to always work. Mm-hmm. I know personally I strayed off 
a bit, you know. Yeah. I kind of okay. started, I worked so, so much for the Leaving Cert. Mm-hmm. So when I started college, I was just so excited to feel free and, you know, I just didn't want to work hard anymore. I just, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, well, this was my ultimate goal. I'm here. You got So, yeah. you know, I don't really have to work. But you still have to work. Okay. Um, you still have to work hard and make sure you're putting in work because if not, you're you're going to be kicked out of college, like you know. <laughs> and that's what kind of scared me. Mm-hmm. And definitely still put effort in. Okay. Do all of your assignments. Yeah. And make, you know, connect with your tutors mm-hmm. and your tutorial assistants and your lecturers. Well, not as much your lecturers, but more your tutorial assistants Mm -hmm. and they are the people that will know your name and they will see you in the corridor and they will wave to you you know Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know how that's gonna work now with you know COVID-19 but like (laughs) they'll wave to you through zoom maybe (laughs) but um yeah I think definitely definitely work hard Mm -hmm. and social life wise I think everybody should have fun yeah meet new friends you know yeah all the time is there a pressure to drink or to like go out to bars or is that kind of if you want to go out you can if you don't you don't have to I didn't feel pressured also actually I was see I think the thing with me was I was 17 when I started Mm -hmm. so I even if I did go out I couldn't legally drink like yeah so I'm and I'm not the type of person to like always go out anyway like you know Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more of a stay at home than go out type of person okay so that wasn't a problem for me yeah a lot of the time there were, there were, there were like organized, you know, like things and stuff, but not as much as I expected. Mm. Yeah. Now there's going to be even less, <laughs> oh, like yeah, Freshers yeah. Week isn't even going to be a thing anymore, Yeah, <laughs> which I'm so sad about. I really wanted to get the whole Freshers experience. Yeah. I think Freshers Week was good. I mean, I, in university you go, you go around to all the stalls and, you know, you sign up to clubs and stuff. Mm. Um, again, I still think the clubs are overhyped, but, <laughs> um, Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. I feel like Freshers Week is also a time you meet a lot of people yeah. that you never talk to again. Fair, <laughs> And yeah. I was talking to somebody who did, you know, I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly who said it to me. Mm-hmm. But somebody said, you know, you're going to meet all these people during Freshers Week and then you're never going to talk to them again. Yeah. And that is exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, you're, I remember I was going into like a general talk for every everyone. Mm-hmm. And... Everybody was standing there, nobody knew each other, and everybody, you know, was kind of thing. So, everybody's kind of coming up to each other and like, oh, hi, what's your name? You know, what course are you studying? And I remember coming up to someone and being like, hi, you know, I introduced myself and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then after, I think we spent like an hour together. And then I don't think I ever seen that girl again. (laughs) I don't think I ever seen that girl again. I mean, hello to her if she's listening, (laughs) but... (laughs) I never seen her again, and that's just the funny thing. Would you have changed anything from your first year experience? I don't think I would have. I think everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So no, not really. I think I during the first semester I didn't go out as much. Mm-hmm. However, I had many many plans for semester two. Yeah, that uh. were unfortunately cancelled thanks <laughs> to Corona. <laughs> but. I mean, no, I don't really regret things because at one point it was exactly what you wanted. Yeah. So I don't think people should regret things and it happens for a reason. Fair. And that brings me on to my last question. If you could tell your past self something regardless of the topic of this episode, what would it be? That's a tough question, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be cringy, <laughs> but I think it's really important to be realistic mm-hmm. about what you want to achieve in life. Wow. 
and it's kind of deep not gonna lie <laughs> yeah because you know I think it's quite hard like a lot of people always say to you you know you're not gonna get that yeah or that kind of thing and I'm not gonna lie I, a good few people did say that to me when I told them what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I was like well watch me achieve it yeah I was like watch, watch me. me watch, watch me, me do get it. this you know <laughs> or they'd be like oh well I don't know if that course is suited for you like you know Okay, they have no business telling you what course is suited exactly. to you because exactly. they're not studying it. So. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, that's what I want to do, so why are you telling me I shouldn't, you know? Yeah. And That's really good advice. I don't think you should listen to people that aren't your family or your guidance counselor. Okay. <laughs> Again, guidance counselors are important. My guidance counselor did help me quite a lot. Can't say the same for mine. Really? But, yeah, no. She just... was very, very understanding. And she also studied in Trinity. Mm-hmm. So she was able to, you know, guide me through what I want to do yeah. and kind of explain the courses to me a bit. But yeah, I think it's just really important to mind your own business, do what you want, and don't let people get in the way of it. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You gave some amazing advice. No problem at all. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> There we go. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I got a lot of advice and insights out of it and I really hope that you did too. Make sure to go follow the Instagram at After the Leaving Podcast and that's where I keep all of you guys updated on the upload schedule, what episodes I'm uploading and if you want to have the chats or if you're you know want any more personal advice i've gotten a few messages uh from you guys which i absolutely love make sure to go dm the account but other than that uh stay tuned and i'll see you guys hopefully on monday bye